Hello. 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 Oh, hello. 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 <laughs> hello. Welcome to the Unleashed Podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, I'm Emily. I'm Leash. And welcome. Yeah. How are hey. you doing? Oh, yeah. Got a nice brew. <laughs> Sat down in the comfy chair. Yeah. We are <laughs> once again together in the world. We're in Hull this time, my mm-hmm. hometown, and loving life. Mm-hmm. How are you finding Hull, Leash? I mean, I just, I just love that bridge. What's it called? The Humber Bridge. I fucking, <laughs> out of all the bridges that I've ever seen, I mean, just, just stay humble. You know what I mean? I can't believe you're being sarcastic right now. <laughs> I'm so offended. The problem was I didn't even see the bridge. Was it the one next to the horses? Next to the yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't see a bridge. To clarify, we went past the field of horses, and I said, "Look, there's the Humber Bridge." And Leash went, "Horses." <laughs> oh, those little things. Like, no, <clears throat> it's it's lovely. We are here once again to talk about introverts, extroverts, everyone in between, all different types of people within our lovely, wonderful, varied world. Mm-hmm. So we have set this. This theme is school. School. How was school for you, Leish? Oh, dear. Well, you should ask my therapist. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? What? Oh, school was very strange for me because, I mean, I moved around a lot, a lot. I mean, I'm still moving around a lot now. Mm-hmm. But I had different schools where I was very liked and I had other schools where I was not liked at all. Like, I went from state schools to private schools. But I got on with people a lot more in, like, state schools rather than private schools. I really did not like going to private schools at all. Like, it was very, very strange. I don't really know why that was. I think you've mentioned to me before that the privilege mm. of the kids in the private school might have had something to do with it. Yeah, I do think so. Like, it, it was... Uh, I really didn't like how they acted and how it was, like, the pomp of it kind of thing. And in, in state schools, there were people from everywhere and it just didn't matter what you had in your lunchbox what your yeah. shoes you were wearing it just didn't matter like if anything I, all I wanted in school was jelly shoes and I was never allowed them even though they were really cheap they were just like you know having jelly shoes leash <laughs> <laughs> but no we're talking about school today because it's just about the difference between our experiences as an introvert and an extrovert and how kids treat you and how teachers treat you and how the syllabus and curriculum kind of suit different mm. personalities and things like that because mm. for me I found school and like te- like teachers very very difficult because you know you'd have people like shouting out and, and answering questions and I wouldn't do that and it would be you know come to parents evening and oh Alicia isn't really trying and it's like mm. well I I I am trying I'm raising my hand and I'm thinking yeah. about questions and I'm doing my homework on time but I'm not going. I'm just not going to shout out, and I'm not going to be one to, you know, want to be picked out in front of the whole class to do a reading and things like that. It's just not who I am, and yeah, like I don't know if you. I mean, your point didn't have the same experience. Oh god, no! I was the complete opposite. I was like the first person <laughs> with my hand up. I was oh. the first person to do like any kind of reading. Yeah. If we had to read out our work, I was always reading out my work and that kind of thing. Like the teachers, they would always say that I was like really engaged, and that's you know. At the time, I think I felt like I was really proud mm. that I, like, knew the answers yeah. and to, like, read out my work and that kind of thing. And I never really considered there was any other, like, option, but I knew I was quite loud. I knew I was quite, like, mm. one of the people that did put my hand up and there was people in that classroom who did not. But I didn't yeah. really get why. Now I'm just kind of there, like, oh, well, I know the answers. I'm going to 
say it. Well, that, I mean, that, that is good. I don't think you should ever teach kids, this person isn't going to do that, so don't shout out. Like, it's, you can't really you can't really change that about people because that is just their personalities and kids are, are getting to know who they are. Yeah, but at the same time, that. I think maybe I could have been a little bit more considerate towards the people who might have needed a little bit more time. Yeah, but kids aren't considerate. Yeah, true. kids are. Really but as but it's not a bad thing. But like kids are self centered because they don't know they don't know the world. They don't know they yeah. don't you know consider that it's just not in their brain yet. You do get a bit older and you know you're just like teenager. I was just getting the the same thing said about me. It was like yeah. conscientious worker, kind of quiet. As I think extroverted people speak out loud. Like mm-hmm. obviously they speak out loud, bloody idiot. They think out <laughs> loud. People think out loud uh, and. Um, yeah, because in parents' evening, I always got that I would make effort in class. I always got top for effort. Mm. You know, I always got top for, like, tries really hard. Yeah, yeah. And that's just because they can actually physically see me putting my hand up and, you know, yeah, yeah. doing that. Whereas you were trying just as hard. Yeah. But just, like, inside your head. <laughs> not making a fuss. Just, you know, just sat there. <laughs> it's going to happen when it happens kind yeah. of thing. My work was always done. It was always me. I'd always do my homework. Like, it was always done. And I just understand... not in front of the teachers. Yeah, it yeah. was just not for everyone to see, I guess. And there were certain lessons where, you know, a class isn't based on answering questions where I would really shine. You know, things like... You know, like art and yeah. design, creative and, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and you know, music. Where like it wasn't based on answering questions and you know, kind of participating to other people. It, it was you know, doing things for yourself. Where it was like you know, she really is concentrating. Like that was it. Like she's really concentrating. She's quiet. She's just getting on with her work mm-hmm. and it's done. So that's kind of those places where you'd see the difference in like the parents' evening teachers kind of things. I think I got the opposite, actually, because I think when it came to classes that were, like, art, I can't draw for shit. <laughs> I, I really can't. It's terrible. But, like, it, I was I was never, like, one of the disruptive kids. Yeah. But I was still talking. You know, it was... <laughs> You're one of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't one of the disruptive ones. I wasn't, like, you one of them. You were just to your friends and you wanted to... Well, that's a whole other kettle of fish because I think, <laughs> actually, our experience of school in terms of peers was quite similar Ah. so I feel like both of us probably knew who we were from an early age yeah and we didn't we didn't try to to yes so I I feel like which is probably why we're we're friends now yeah I found each other like (gasps) (laughs) yeah I think at school like I just I knew who I was I knew I was a bit of a geek and I knew I wasn't gonna be the coolest person at some points I did try to be a bit like trendier yeah tried, you know like when there was a lip gloss thing going on I got some lip gloss so, lip phones yeah got behind that yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> you know there's certain things but my personality I didn't bend that yeah and people didn't like that yeah and it was like you, you had to just like the same things do the same things mm-hmm. if you liked a band that wasn't what everyone else liked it was like oh you're you're gay <laughs> no no, no, doesn't mean I'm gay. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> to be honest, like, on the music class, I did bring in the um, album Scissor Sisters, and oh. I fucking love the Scissor Sisters. And they were like, oh, and they like, like, took the front cover out and like, were ripping it, and they were just like, no. look at this guy, like he's wearing high heels. I was like, I think it's fucking cool. Like I yeah. just really liked it. And then like two years later, when people were bringing in the albums in the music class and they were like, oh my God, it's so cool. Like, it's so trendy and like, different. I was like, do you not remember? <laughs> 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 like, oh my God. Yeah. 
we are we are similar in that fact it's like we know who we are and we don't have to change ourselves for other people being an introvert doesn't mean that you lack confidence and that confidence in yourself I think that's one of the things that people often think I think a lot of people at school actually mm. were quite extroverted in their mannerisms but certainly from my point of view came across very self-conscious and very insecure and just trying to be the cool person and trying to fit in mm. so even though they were vocally loud and yeah. they were you know they're present they were very present and you felt their presence it doesn't necessarily mean that they weren't having struggles of their own no, of course and especially when you're at that age everyone has problems especially with confidence growing up in terms yeah. of like my body is changing and why does everything feel so new and scary kind of thing. it's like yeah. those kind of things it's a horrible time isn't it's it? a fucking horrible it's time terrible. although it's one of those like it's so poignant though everything just feels so massive and new and everything can just make you die <laughs> <laughs> time and yeah. some points I look back at my teenage years I'm like it was exciting but frightening one of the things I have been dying to talk about and I think you kind of just brushed up on it people that were kind of popular were seen as kind of extroverted and those that were quieter and, and not as popular were seen as introverted and yeah we had it was called life studies for me it was ah, life studies. Okay. so it was everything to do with so everybody at home probably had something different like an hour a week where you're just going with your tutor and your tutor would Talk about random stuff. Mm. Never teaching you how to do a tax return <laughs> or I how to know. apply for a mortgage. I don't know how to do a checkbook still. And I'm no. like, 26, how? <laughs> but like, they missed a trick with that lesson, personally. Yeah, I feel yeah. Like they could have taught us some valuable life skills, which I could use right now. Yeah. I wanted them, it was t- trying to address extroverts and introverts. Oh, wow. And it caused a two week rift in every single person where no one was speaking to each other that's good if your whole class like really got into it they did but they missed the point oh, like if they, okay. were, if they were like you know just trying to aim for the moon they fucking landed on mars like they, just, <laughs> they went straight away from it it was that thing of popular people saying oh we're like extroverted because it means you know you're you're very confident and you know you um you just love people and you love going out and love doing things and introverted people and then they was they said they started to say that's like you 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 because you don't really have many friends and doing oh. and it was like the teacher lost control of that class and it was just like no that's not what it means and then everyone was shouting over each other mm. and like meanwhile I was like drawing in the back of my book just like I don't know what to say <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what to do yeah. but people are so quick to like put people in boxes that terms mm. that really mean something and you can learn from them they can get just completely misconstrued and overshadowed a lot of the research that I was like reading was saying schools in the UK mm. aren't really tailored to teach both introverts and extroverts mm. at the same time mm. unless a teacher and you, we all know when we've had really good teachers yeah and they actively don't let the extroverts kind of take control like yeah that. yeah and let the introverts have their time to shine but give them the time to do that mm. then you know school's not really fair if that isn't given yeah and like it's one of those things where in my mind i'm thinking you know when you know, people say, well, it shouldn't be about catering to, to, to those that should be learning to not be that way. But then I don't see being introverted as being like a negative. And I think no, it can often not. be attributed to like having a negative trait. Like I said, like even my dad is like, you're not an introvert. 
And it's like, I am. It's like, no, but you're, you know, you, you have friends and things like that. I'm like, it doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean <laughs> that I don't have friends. And, oh, gosh. And it's a lack of understanding. Yeah. And if they if they don't, it's it's like that life, that life studies class could have taken that and explained what it is mm. and how everyone can kind of help everyone. Yeah, like how I But it like, didn't. Yeah, it completely missed the mark because it, it let loud people call them, you know, label themselves and then label others which is if I was that teacher I would have fully explained what it means to be this what it means to be that and then said try and put yourself into those categories and maybe pair up the other person and talk about what you need and your experiences and how you feel I think that would have been a really good beneficial lesson but it just turned into complete chaos you should have done you should have done the BuzzFeed quiz yeah (laughs) (laughs) guys just go to buzzfeed.com with our little Motorola was so much cooler than the pebble they are yeah. really thin but mm, that's, oh, yeah that's nice where you are like you know you yeah. cut your cheekbone when you open it up <laughs> <laughs> research time learning with emily learning with me um okay so there's a book by a lady called wow. susan kane nice okay mm-hmm. and it's called quiet the power <laughs> of introverts in a world that can't stop talking Mm. okay yeah so she she's written this book and within it she says that one of the main differences between introverts and extroverts is that extroverts draw energy from social situations while introverts draw energy from internal reflection and quiet time so i think we've already like touched upon that yeah we've already touched upon the fact that when i was at school yeah and i would answer a question that would be like my thinking process mm. was out loud mm. and my thinking process was social yeah and it was a teacher would ask a question i would answer the question i would learn something Whereas your process was very internal yeah. and it was very quiet and it was yeah. a, a, an internal processing of the information that you just heard. Yeah, completely. And it was things like we talked about it yesterday at the pub. <laughs> it was like, it was like um, I, when people ask me a question, I physically cannot give, like, formulate the answer as quickly as what you could. Like, I just, I'm just like, I have to think about it, make sure it's right and give them the right answer. And it, it takes, it does take longer. It just takes longer for me to do it. So when it comes to being at school and there was constant questions, I just couldn't give them an answer that quickly. Like, it was, it's just not my personality. It's not in my brain to do that. So I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Mm. Carry on with, uh... <laughs> Bless you. Oh, thank you. Even your sneezes are external, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> I tried to internalise it. <laughs> um, so yeah, Kane kind of says that when um, a class focuses on group work, emphasising discussions, peer feedback, and a lot of social interaction, extroverts in the class will tend to gain energy and enthusiasm while introverts find themselves increasingly drained. Yeah, it's true. Which I guess is another important point, actually, because it's not just that you you don't verbalize what you're saying but like it's actually quite tiring if you do yeah yeah when i'm forced to like the, the worst one and the, the biggest class where i had a problem was my french class it was there's a lot of oral in that in me <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like they'd, they'd oh i hated it because i was so just nervous about like speaking out loud and talking in french as well yeah. and they put us in group by the end of that lesson i was so drained and luckily they always had french lesson next to lunchtime so i'm like cool i'm gonna eat my lunch and like on the field and i'm just gonna hide away and yeah. try and close my eyes for a while just just have a little bit of me time yeah, yeah. It's, it's awful but other people would just be absolutely loving it and mm. 
I mean, I'm going that's to definitely how I learned in school. Yeah, was I just definitely. I mean, I was shit at languages. Don't get me wrong, but um, it was definitely like conversation and talking yeah. about it kept it in my head a bit more. And yeah. you know, that was how I learned things by yeah. doing. But so, like, if it was in a language class, saying the thing and speaking the sentence would help me learn it. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm like a visual learner. Right now, like I'm learning French now because I live in Brussels and it's mm-hmm. well where, where I live it's it's French, like it's French. I've I've got like a tutor that I I talk to on Skype and it's just one on one, forty five minutes, I do it twice a week and it's really helping. But my boyfriend Paul said, um, you know, they they've got these group classes going on at the moment, they're about to start. I think you should mm-hmm. sign up because you're gonna learn very quickly, there's a lot of people there and right. you know you can really talk and I thought that is gonna be good because <clears throat> It's going to be longer than 45 minutes. I can do that as well. And it's, it's just more it's experience be, of speaking the yeah, language, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be hearing people speaking it, seeing them, you know, gesticulate as they're, as they're speaking. It's going to be very beneficial. But at the same time, I'm like, I can't go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that again. Like, oh my gosh. And you would uh, hope it would have been like school, though. I know. Sure. But that that sounds really good, though. I think that's a good oh, suggestion. It is. But at the same time, it's like... But what if like people are like shouting out again? Um, it's well, be... then you go once and you don't go back if you don't like it. That's that's the thing about being an adult. You mm. can go back to school, but you don't. It's not compulsory, so you can go and try these things. And if you think no, actually mm. this isn't for me, you don't have to do it again. It's not like you're signing up to to seven years in school. I'm <laughs> French Hunger Games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no. Come out a winner, or don't come out at all. <laughs> oh. There's somebody called Dr. Tammy Isaacs, um, who I guess is a lady called Tammy Isaacs, and she's a doctor. <laughs> um, and she says that extroverts process information quickly using their short-term memories, while introverts tend to use recall stored in the long-term memory to make deeper connections. Is that introverts for that? So introverts Sorry. use their like long-term memory okay. to... So when you're sat in class and you're trying to think of the answer mm. to like, a question that a teacher's just asked, mm. you're recalling upon your like long-term memory. Oh so God. it takes a bit longer that for is to so get there. That is so true. And whereas if I was asked, it would be like short-term, like which what is... what you've just learned. Yeah, basically. So it's like right there or yours is like kind of in your long-term memory so you store it more so she's kind of explaining why your actual like physical reaction is different your face right now you're super shocked (laughs) fucking i've been chill i'm gonna shave my legs and i got chills i'm gonna have there again like i that's a fucking epiphany like my god that is so fucking true that's how you fucking do it you think of all the answers I've ever you know think of what I've yeah. learned and, and go through your long term memory Jesus like, yeah. Christ <laughs> so I'm so shocked this is obviously this is only according to one doctor so you uh, know don't she, take it as writ but it does make sense though, it doesn't it it really does yeah. oh my god oh, sorry I had my uh, there were flies in this room that would have been in my mouth because my, my jaw was on the floor my god <laughs> so it does kind of go on and it says neither method is preferable right so just the fact that an extrovert will use a short-term memory. It doesn't mean that it's better mm. than just because it's quicker. So the study that she did shows that when a question is asked in class, an extrovert will often have a quick response and formulate ideas based on social interaction, while an introvert may take a bit longer to process. Yeah. Um, in a lively classroom, 
The extrovert appears excited by the discussion, eager to participate, while the introvert may seem unenthusiastic and unsociable. These perceptions are not presenting a complete picture. Mm. The introvert is so busy reflecting yeah. on the ideas that it does not occur to them to volunteer to answer questions. Yeah, it is true because... For me, it's like I'm trying to store what I've learned. Like, I'm trying to, like, bury it away like a little squirrel for winter. Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> and it's like, um, I, how can I give an answer if I'm just learning it now? And if I'm just trying to, like, really get it into my head about what they're saying, how can I just then suddenly pitch an idea? Like, I yeah, I find that really true. I've never thought of it like that, but that is really true. For me, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be thinking about this for a while though aren't I am you? I know this has changed this my is stored in your long term memory <laughs> yeah. don't, ask me, don't ask me a question about it it's all sore in it yeah. that is oh. so crazy it's mental that it's it's like obviously there's a biological reason yeah. why you are introverted or extroverted it's all part of your DNA it's all mm. part of like your you know your your genetic makeup mm. right mm. but then to actually have like your brains working completely differently yeah. it makes a lot of sense it does because for, like, the longest time, it's like, well, that person must be smart, smarter than me because they know the answer quicker. Yeah, it's not that. <sighs> but also, between you and I, I, like, I'm not smarter than you. You know, there isn't... I don't think you can accurately say that just because, like, I might be able to answer a, a question a bit quicker because it's in mm. my shorter-term memory, <laughs> then that doesn't mean that I'm smarter. You have... You're a very intelligent person. Thank <laughs> you have a lot of knowledge and like it's it's silly to think that just because it takes you a little bit longer to get it not get it but like you know to to get the answer like out, out of your mouth yeah like doesn't mean that you're not intelligent that's that's a very that's that's a very silly thing to think i, I reckon yeah and i think i i do agree um but that is going back to school if yeah. that is the way that you're made to feel yeah. even at such a young age of course I still carry that now like absolutely I completely understand that because if it's if it's there's a lot of praise going towards the people that answer the question yeah and they're going to get a confidence from that they're going to get mm. a, a recognition of their intelligence they're well, going to I mean I, I even had teachers that were they gave out stickers and put them on your notebook if you answered the quickest and got the right answer and it's like I was like the only one who just who would never have a sticker in the entire year yeah. and people's notebooks were covered and I remember thinking I just want one sticker I just want one fucking sticker <laughs> and at the end of the year he came over to me and gave me a sticker pity sticker oh, I, like, I don't no. want your pity sticker actually I do it was shiny but <laughs> <laughs> Like, so if you actively getting praised by teachers to be what you cannot be, then yeah. of course you're going to carry that into being an adult. Like that. That's did you have crazy. any teachers who were particularly good and particularly helpful? Yeah, there was one teacher that I absolutely adored. She she was the one that like, lived near me and would like take me to school and like when I was like struggling and um, she got all my books from me and was like really helping me and she gave me like private lessons and like it was it was amazing but in class because she knew me from taking me to school and I would babysit her kids and stuff she knew she knew me so she stopped people shouting out and she would tell them off for doing it and say raise your hand and stuff like that it really helped because if everyone was raising their hand I could properly formulate what I was going to say raise my hand and she could ask me and I could actually answer something and it didn't mean people that were extroverts did badly like there was this girl next to me and she was so very extroverted and stuff and you know she didn't suffer for that yeah. She didn't suffer at all because they would pick yeah. up her questions and they, they would she would still answer them and they'd be completely correct. So 
you know, that doesn't mean that you want a teacher to focus entirely on you. You don't no. want to cast tailored exactly to you no. and everyone, every other student needs to hush. You you obviously learn by saying things out, you know, speaking your mind out loud kind of thing. So if you were made in a lesson to raise your hand and, and not shout out, would that impede your learning? I feel like that was what happened in my school anyway. Okay. Um, I don't remember a particular class where shouting out was like, acceptable, oh. to be fair, but... Then again, I was in one one school. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, I was in one primary school and then one secondary school. So I guess I have a more consistent kind yeah. of, you know, education. Um, whereas you moved around quite a lot. So you would have experienced lots of different schools where it was putting your hand up and it was shouting and things. But it was a lot of like you put your hand up and then but because the teacher had asked the question, it was like an immediate thing. Yeah. It wasn't a lot of like waiting around to see if anybody else put their hand up or anything. If somebody did... Mm you got the attention yeah, and yeah. you got to answer the question. Yeah. Obviously not the same person all the time. Yeah, because that was the thing, though. one of the things she did, like, there would be people, obviously, that would raise their hand straight away, straight away, straight away. And then she was like, let's, you know, she would just say, cool, I know you know the answer, so I'm going to, um, you yeah. know, is it anyone else? And just that moment, like, that, you know, few seconds gave me the opportunity to recall and, mm-hmm. and know. So I found that so, so helpful. So... Yeah, props to uh, props to Helen. <laughs> oh, very good. Thank you, Helen. You're a star. You are a star. Um, okay, so I think we've talked long enough, don't you? I want to talk <laughs> more. You want to talk more? Well, we have got some questions from yeah. our lovely listeners, so thank you very much for getting in touch. Oh my God, questions. We are so super happy to be answering our first questions of the podcast, so thank you guys. Thank you. Um, so, the first one mm-hmm. um, was, well, this is a bit of a meme that's been travelling around the internet for a while, <laughs> oh and gosh. it's not really to do with school. Um, but somebody sent it in and so uh, I thought that we would read it out anyway Um, do introverts really make friends or are they just adopted by extroverts (laughs) (laughs) well did you feel like you adopted me in the uh, in in where we used to work oh my god no I feel like you adopted me honestly because you know the experience of actually meeting you right so this was my experience meeting you so I'd already moved down to the Midlands from Yorkshire but I'd only just moved to Birmingham so I knew literally nobody in Birmingham right my first day of work I get there and I'm just like oh you know it's new it's like you know there's lots of new people to meet and everything like that and then who should be sat behind me (laughs) but Miss Leash (laughs) and you just started a very like normal conversation with me and I can't imagine how stressful that was for you (laughs) but like for me I was just like oh thank god that somebody is just like you know taking me under their way so in a way for me because (laughs) I, I was in a room full of new people mm. and you started a conversation with me. Yeah. I feel like you adopted me. Oh, I'll adopt you any time. But I think it just for, the, for that meme, that question meme, <laughs> it's... Um, I mean, I, I could see example. I could see, you know, why, yeah. you know, if an extrovert is kind of like, right, we're friends now. I can I can see how how that situation might occur but at the same time I know people that are extroverts and they 
tire me out. It's like um, I could spend a day, like, no, not even a day. I could spend a half a day with them and then I go home and I'm like, I fucking, I need a nap. Like, yeah. they are, they're just like, boom, 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 come, question, 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 like, things to talk about and, you know, do you want a drink? And they're lovely, absolutely lovely people. I love them to bits, but... Does this include me? No, it doesn't okay. include you. <laughs> no, it includes my... If you say, I'll stop buying you drinks then. No. <laughs> it's, it's like my friend... I love him to bits. He's like the best person ever, but my God, he tires me out because he's yeah. so extroverted, so out there. And it's like, I, I just need a, a break from him. So it's yeah. like, I couldn't imagine being his best friend. I'm his good friend, but I'm not his best friend because my God, like, I, could, I think I'd die. <laughs> I think oh, I would no. die of exhaustion. So so no, not not always. So I, I, I'm so a very extroverted person maybe isn't the right fit for like a bestie for you basically a very no. super extrovert who you know is very social everything they think comes out of their mouth mm-hmm. like that kind of yeah. like having to be like on the move doing things like all the time you can't just sit down and have a cup of tea and yeah. oh last night we got in from the pub and we did a jigsaw yeah <laughs> <laughs> awesome evening guys it was amazing um so much fun but yeah like you're probably one of the few extroverts that I know. Everyone else is, is probably more introverted. And, yeah. you know, just for that reason, it's because we we know how to have a good time with other introverts. I think it's probably why. Yeah, so, that's yeah. true. It's like you guys understand that if you just want to sit in silence for a little bit, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. If you just want to watch, like, all of the Harry Potter films and just eat some popcorn and not talk, yeah. like, that's... that's. But I would popcorn. do that. I know. <laughs> but then you would be all like one of my yeah. friends. Yeah, that's why, we're, that's why we're cool. Yeah. Um, I feel like... The question of extroverts adopting introverts, it's, it's kind of basically saying that extroverts are the dominant yeah. and introverts don't have a choice. Mm. And that, to me, isn't quite right. It's not <laughs> yeah. the way of the world. Because even though, like I said at school, I had, you know, for the first couple of years of secondary school, I really didn't have... Mm friends to be honest and I found it really very hard um and even though in my class there were extrovert introverted people I couldn't just go up to them and be like right we're friends now yeah maybe you can when you're like five yeah you know and you're in primary school and you're playing like doctor <laughs> yeah exactly and you're just like right we're friends now like yeah, that yeah. can literally happen but in secondary school no no it it's happen. not it's not how because you have to remember that introverts are humans too like they have feelings and they don't like everybody just because they're introverted mm. doesn't mean that they're automatically going to like every person it's like, like oh my god do you want to be my friend like that's so nice of you no one wants to be my no yeah Come exactly <laughs> it's not like they're just going to take anything that comes at them like that's not that's not how life works so <laughs> i think as much as maybe if you are a pair of friends and one of you is introverted and one of you is extroverted the extroverted person might help the introverted person to like come out the shell a little bit or but it doesn't mean that they've taken full control of the situation no exactly and it can be to to have you as my friend it's it's great because (laughs) well for many many reasons but one of the reasons is like if i am feeling drained you take over and you just have that covered like if I can't talk to somebody and I'm just like drained in a situation it's yeah. like boom 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 but it's done because you just you cover it and you're fine with it yeah. and I'm just like oh thank god for that <laughs> just thank god <laughs> yeah, I guess if it was like in a situation where two introverts so yeah. if there was you and then like somebody else who also had had quite like a I don't know if you've been on a night out and you're feeling like really like drained but oh, then the yeah. taxi driver plays up or something like that then 
you're not going to get the job done. You're just going to pay him extra and like, you know, kind of leave Completely. it at that. Like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it's like with like me and Jen. We're both kind of, um, just my friend, very introverted. We're kind of, we're both quite introverted and sometimes we go for a night out and it's just a complete, it's fun, but it's a complete fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's just an absolute shit show because it's like, we can't take the lead. <laughs> it's like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? Oh, it's just like and suddenly it's midnight and you're still in. Yeah, <laughs> I was hungry, <laughs> drunk, <laughs> being sick. It's just, yeah, it's just a mess. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I can definitely see why that meme does work, but not for that reason, I guess. Not yeah, it's like it's a two-sided. It's like I guess it's just a jerk, isn't it? Anyway, so you can't take it too literally. But if you if you were to take it literally, then no. Yeah. <laughs> They're not just adopted by extroverts. Introverts are fully formed human beings who can make their own decisions about who they want to be with. Mm. So, moving on. <laughs> I feel like we answered that quite so simply, actually. Yeah. For the first question of the podcast, yay! Two angry feminists in your name. Exactly. Oh, no. um, okay, so we have had a question from a primary school teacher. Uh, he has asked... If a child is introverted, how do they feel when a school forces them to work cooperatively and share their ideas? So I guess, like, how did you feel when it came to, like, group work and mm. things like that? It, it, it was tricky for me. Most of the time it was hard just because, um, I mean, I can work in a group. It's one of those questions that always ask you with an employer is, how are you working with a group? I'm great! Who's say, don't like it? No. But... Um, it was one of those things where, especially in school, where everyone's just trying to figure out who they are. It's difficult because it, you're also playing with, like, social dynamics as well as, like, extrovert-introvert dynamics and things like that. And if people wanted to take lead and the idea was shit, like, there was not much that I could do to change that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and people kind of really wouldn't listen to me if I did have an idea kind of thing. Um, mm. But then in some situations, if you're allowed to work with your friend, allowed to work with people that you got on with, then it could be a very enjoyable situation because I was mm. comfortable enough to have that back and forth and people understand me and what I needed just through being my friend. That That's it. It's yeah. like group work. It helps you to make friends, doesn't it? It well, helps yeah. you to understand each other a bit better. Of course. But then I often feel like in a school setting where you already know each other so well or you just don't get on or don't really associate yourself with another person group work doesn't work it works in uni when like you don't know everyone and like yeah. you always want to make friends when it's in school I kind of feel like it wasn't good for me I much preferred working by myself where I could come up with ideas and I'd feel excited by them and then like do them and, and it was great but very often I didn't like it and especially when I did work with my friend and then you'd go and stand up in front of a class and I was just like shaking like a leaf <laughs> and then kids that weren't very nice um, mm -hmm. would like laugh at what you'd say mm -hmm. and you know they would try and bring you down a little bit and to some people that wouldn't affect them but to me it really did because you put yourself out there and you're really trying and for people to laugh yeah it's it's not good you know um so but then I are you that, saying that they would laugh because you would be visibly nervous yeah about being in front of the class yeah be, be, being nervous and just you know when you're when you're a kid you laugh at any old shit, don't oh, you? Yeah, you? You, do, you yeah. laugh at if, if you say a word incorrectly, they laugh if, like, you stutter it for a second. Like, you know, it doesn't... Whatever yeah. you do is going to be funny to someone, I guess, in a school. Definitely. So, I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't like 
I didn't like it as an actual So you didn't like, first. like, group work and presentations and Hated actually it. having to be in front of people? No. No. See, I used to get laughed at as well, but for kind of the opposite reason, because I used to get laughed at because I was a bit overly confident. Yeah. And I got really into it, so I was a bit of a geek at school. I was mm. a bit of a nerd, and, like, I would really get into group work. So there'd be other people in the group who were too cool for it. Mm. Um and there would obviously be there might be like an introverted person as well who wasn't really talking and I just remember getting annoyed because I was like can we just do this mm. like can we just all yeah. work together yeah. but the, uh, the, it's not so much like the quiet people the introverted people like that's fine it was the people who thought they were too cool for it yeah and it's like they would take the piss out of me mm. for being really into it yeah like, oh well, I just want to try hard or just teach us pet and things like that and I, I remember seeing that in other people and that would happen. So I know what you're coming from with that because yeah. I, I see that happen to other people and it is shit. But I think um, as well, just talking about introverts and extroverts in group projects together, it would be that people that were extroverted would get annoyed with me because it's like, well, what do you think? Give me an idea. And it's like, I can't, I can't with my head give you an idea. That was definitely me and I apologise to every introvert that I've ever like done a school project <laughs> well, with. yeah, I mean... <laughs> do you have any... Um, for the teacher that emailed in with yeah. that question, do you have any kind of advice for making group work and making collaborative work a bit more inclusive? What I like from a teacher in group projects is if they would just constantly check up just to bring that dynamic back to a normal... Because like, mm-hmm. you'd have extroverts going... Blah, 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 and like really fizzing over mm-hmm. and the introverts going, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, down. And then you'd get a teacher come across and go, what have you come up with? And then they would, you know, ask each person and things like yeah. that. And overseeing that, and it would just bring everyone to, like, a normal base level again. Yeah. I feel like you just need teachers coming round and giving people that are a bit quieter that chance to get their ideas out. And then that way, other people in the group can hear them mm-hmm. and then take them, you know, take them and, and a teacher go, that is actually a really good idea from this quiet person what have you thought about that and yeah. you could actually get that conversation with that quieter person going and out in the open so That's, the teacher using their authority to actually make the the introverted person heard. who's <laughs> being quiet like included and yeah. to make their maybe give them a bit more confidence in their ideas yeah as well. get confidence in ideas and actually just get them heard because it's very difficult to get the ideas out and when you eventually do a lot of the time People can often disregard that idea because they've got an idea of themselves of what they want to do themselves. Because mm. an extroverted person is like, "I want to do this. Let's do this. It's how we're going to do it." And it's like, "Well, hang on. Some other person might have a better idea, yeah. but they haven't said it yet." So I think for a teacher, it's just to oversee each group and you know um, get that inclusion. Another thing that would really help is if you before you started a group project, make people write down their ideas. Mm-hmm. And then they'd actually have something to say. Like, they'd actually have something to vocalise before yeah. they go into that kind of group setting. So that's probably another thing I would do, is just, you know, give everyone a chance to, to do it within their own heads before they start speaking kind of thing. Yeah. So I guess that's what I would suggest. But, I mean, I'm not a teacher. But, no. I mean, I think that's, I, that would have worked for me, so. Very good. I'm yeah. sure that that was super helpful to our <laughs> teacher. teacher. <laughs> Um, okay, so should we do one more question? Oh, please. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so we've had a question regarding extroverts. So um, as an extroverted person, did you think that you would come across as more arrogant than confident sometimes? 
And I guess this is aimed at me. <laughs> um, I tried really hard to not be arrogant. I tried really hard to not be boastful and to not assume that my ideas were better than anybody else. Mm. But it might not come across like that. I know that I like to get my ideas out there, especially like in school when we just talked about like group projects. Yeah. I would definitely make my ideas known. And to the class, I put my hand up a lot and like it might not come across as like my ideas are better than everybody else's. But in my head, it wasn't that. It was yeah. just, I have this idea mm -hmm. and I feel like you should all know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things that's like, I feel like it happened in school. It's, it doesn't happen very much now, but in school it happened a lot where people would, they, they would take you at that level and go, um, extroverted person, loud, arrogant, confident, introverted person, quiet and, you know, shy, loner, doesn't know what she's on about kind of thing, I'm a bit dumb. That that was kind of how people sorted everyone into like those kind of boxes. Um, and I definitely remember thinking very extroverted people were just completely arrogant. Like, mm -hmm. it was just like, oh my God, why does she feel the need to to... How, like to to say like everything all the time like can't you just just listen or like yeah. why do they have to why do they think their ideas are so amazing that everyone else wants to hear them and I know that's so just a horrible thing to think but with somebody who doesn't understand it and didn't bother to get to know that person on a deeper level that it, it doesn't make sense to really think like that I can see why that would come across as arrogant especially in school yeah um, after school though thinking about like the wider world. I think you can discern mm. who is arrogant yeah. and who is confident. Completely. Yeah, because you don't take people at that face value anymore because you've learned that that's not who they are. That's not how you, you hope people have learned. Well, yeah, there are some people who are very underdeveloped in that kind of yeah. in that respect. But, but they should be listening to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but they won't be. They'll be looking at them in the mirror. No, we don't expect you to be here. <laughs> you've left. <laughs> you've left in the opening. Yeah. But yeah, it was... People don't do that anymore, hopefully. Most people don't do that anymore because they know that they don't want to be taken with their first meeting. They don't want to be taken at face value. So why would they do that to anyone else? And yeah. you, it's very easy when you have that kind of like emotional and like personality-like intelligence to know who is arrogant and who's confident and who just is excited about ideas. And I like people who are excited about ideas, but back yeah. then I wasn't because I didn't have that emotional intelligence to know the difference. So I feel like if you perceive people as arrogant that because obviously there are some people out there who are just arrogant, yeah. who are just like, I am the best and I have the best ideas and that kind of thing. And that's like, that's fine. That's who they are. You keep doing you and I'm just going to be over here. Yeah. Um, but I feel if you take confidence as arrogance when it's not, then that's more on you. Yeah, I think if somebody is confident in themselves mm. yeah they're arrogant if they think they're the best yeah if they course. think they're better than everybody else yeah so just being confident enough to be yourself and be who you are like I think we both probably were at school mm. we were conf confident enough to know like who we were in ourselves and yeah. um, that might have come across from, for me, that might have come across as arrogance because I knew who I was, I wasn't going to change and I was answering all the questions and I I probably came across like I thought I was the bomb. Mm. And like, actually, you know, it was just it was just being a bit confident. I didn't think I was better than anybody else. Yeah. Well, that was a ramble. I'm no, so no, sorry. <laughs> but I think as well, like, when, when you are in school, you don't have that emotional intelligence to, to know the difference. And when you're an adult, if you wrongly think somebody is being arrogant and extroverted and arrogant 
you're probably oh, just not a confident person yourself and you're taking out yeah. you're taking out your lack of confidence on somebody else and bring them down so you feel better mm-hmm. that's just what that that is like being a, a you know that's being childish kind of thing yeah. so <clears throat> i think that's kind of where it, that kind of thing comes from but now i would never think that i know the difference between somebody who's confident someone who's excited and somebody who's arrogant so i think um yeah depends on the person mm-hmm. So, thank you very much for listening, guys. It yeah. has been a proper pleasure having oh. you listen to us all about school. Hopefully, you might have learned something. I don't really know. Yeah, but. or, like, it, it kind of resonated with you. I'd love for that to have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but keep sending questions in, because we love them, and that's how we can keep the bloody podcast going. So, please help us. Yeah, yeah we love answering your questions. That was so fun. It was so fun. And reading through the questions as well. That was fun as yeah, well. Yeah, it was brilliant to, like, see all the responses. Oh, it's so exciting. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, next time we are going to talk about further education. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking about your apprenticeships, we're thinking about college, university, that kind of thing. Yeah. Where you're you've you've left school mm-hmm. but you're not an adult. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing yet. You're the in-betweenies. You're the in-betweenies. <laughs> we just want questions about all types of further education mm-hmm. um and with regards to you know you were there you were meeting new people and or if you're about to go to college if you're about to go to university yeah. you know school starts in september guys if you if you're feeling like scared or if you're worried that you're you're an extra better person and people aren't gonna like you or any of those kind of things just whatever you're thinking yeah just pop it on a question yeah. chuck it over at us mm-hmm. um the email is unleashedpodcast.gmail.com um you can find us on facebook Facebook, on Twitter, you can um, find us. We're both on Twitter as well, so if you can, you can find us there as well yeah, individually. If at, you want to chat at Unleashed P. <laughs> yes, so it's at Unleashed P, and then I'm at Emily and Ernest. Uh, mine is at Alicia underscore King because I didn't think about making a cool username. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's nothing really much going on there, guys, but. Follow the uh, podcast one at the very least. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, And we hope to see you next week. And we will bombard you again with more information, hopefully that's relevant, and hopefully you'll learn something. So thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you so much, guys. Please subscribe and rate. Please, please, please. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, bitches. Bye. 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 Bye.